Welcome to Women Uncensored. We are a mother-daughter dynamic duo. Here to share with you a fresh way to stay focused and motivated to live your best life. Welcome to Women Uncensored. We're here this morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I love mornings. We're actually doing this in the morning. Yes, we are. I'm better in the morning. Yes, she is. Because you know why? (laughs) What's the first thing I do in the morning after I get up and put my clothes on? I get a cup of coffee. We all do. Well, we do. We do. What are we drinking this morning? It's a local yokel. That used to be a word you'd say. Paisley Road Roasters. Shout out to Brickle Creek Coffee, Spirit Lake, Idaho. It is... They're, how do you say that? Fika. They're Fika. Which is Swedish. It, like, they have a whole, like, you can go in and read the little thing at their shop about the Fika, but it's Swedish blend. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's um, fair trade and organic, so that's Always. Awesome. Always fair trade and organic, and yeah. it tastes great. I've got my... In the little town of Spirit Lake, Idaho. Yeah, I can go get a coffee. It's right around... You know what's cool about Brickle Creek is they do not have a drive through People have tried to talk them into that, but um, they're really going for the sit down, enjoy life, have a cup of coffee. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down and enjoy life. Don't rush. So that's... I like that. And they roast their own beans. All of their coffees, their own roasters have done that. I also like that. Yeah. That's (laughs) very cool. Very cool. So um, how are you doing with your goals for 2020? Oh. Well, I haven't tried to climb my wall because, honestly, I should because there's like four feet of snow out there. Yeah. So to run and jump is hard, but to just stand on the top of snow, I might be successful. I haven't done that. Um, but you are not watching TV in your bedroom um, for the first 20 days. and Yeah, and today is day 20, actually. Yeah, so how did you do that. with that? Great. We didn't watch it at all. I don't know what, I don't know what your dad is going to say. Now, because now we get to decide if we're going to continue that goal. So, was it was there ever like a really hard time where well, you were like, Ugh. well, remember for me, the I know you want to go start to on the six. No, but I mean, I go to sleep, so yeah. it's like that. It's not hard for me. I, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, the power went out. The power went out. We were downstairs, and it was cold in our house because it was starting to get colder. It was late night. Well, not really. It felt late night. And he, we were watching movies on his phone. And I said, would it be cheating to go up and get in bed because it's warm and watch these? And we decided it would. Oh. So I, I had, agree. I would have said the same thing. I mean, it just made sense. Why sit on the couch with a blanket when you could go lay down? We had to hold the phone so close to your face. You know how he's watching. It's like when you're camping out and want to watch a movie. Yeah. But, you know, it's like that. But it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. And then I'm on point with my Bible reading. But, again, that's the beauty of habits. I've created such a habit. It's really not hard for me. I mean, it really isn't. Yeah. I'm ahead. Sorry. I mean, people that are behind on that. I'm ahead. I'm behind. Oh, dear. Yeah. Should I ask you about that goal? What about that goal? Reading? Maybe you should ask me throughout the week, maybe more. Oh, often. <laughs> maybe I should hold you accountable so yes. your goal is actually met. Yes. I probably should. I asked our 90 day. We had two students pick the 90 day, and they're both behind. 
So I said, hang in there. You can dig out. My 10 pounds by May, if I based that on this past week, I would not reach my goal. Uh Uh-oh. So I need to get intentional about that goal. I am not being focused. I really am not. Maybe you need to be asking me about that goal throughout the week. Because I'm... I did yesterday. You did. Yesterday was the worst day ever. Because it's family day. Well, I know. And, but I did, I did say... And then the guys went to town. Oh, I know. And they, they brought home root beer floats. They did not. I did not have any. I did. And our grand, my grandson was here. My little oldest grandson. He wouldn't have cared. Just say no. You're right. He wouldn't have cared if I didn't know. He did not even notice. Right. But I used that as an excuse. Yeah. It's party night. So how are you doing on coffee? Buying less coffee. And has it been hard? It's so hard. (laughs) That's bad because your Bible reading's hard and your coffee goal's hard. Well, maybe I just set hard goals. Ooh, is that... Are you trying to say something about my goals aren't no, hard? I would hope not. Anything about your goals. The Bible reading, technically, I don't... That's a habit you were already in. I know, and I said that really probably wasn't a goal I should have. Right. <laughs> because I... Yeah. But, um, I... Let's see. So, Wednesday... I was kicked out of my house, which, mm-hmm. long story. Yeah. We'll talk about that. That's time. another podcast. Yes. That's a future. That is definitely going to be a topic of a future podcast. Yes. Major topic. Right. Okay, um, but we can't talk about it yet. But I was kicked out of my house on Wednesday. And so Blakely and I had to go sit at Starbucks because that's like the only place you can go like. So you out. bought a coffee, I hope. Yeah. So I bought my coffee on Wednesday and then. Friday snowboarding comes and like oh man you want a coffee you get up early like you want a coffee to like make you warm and like all that drink on the way up the mountain yeah and I didn't Um, and you were bitter all day because I brought a thermos up and I think you drank half of the thermos (laughs) I know I should just pack my own I know you really need to um we stop with the kids every time and they all jump out. Well, not all of them, but I probably had 20 we'll tell people. them next time to buy me a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. We need, Did you get any free coffees? So Last week, you kind of did. No, I didn't. So I went, and then Sunday, I was really, like, wanting coffee again. And I didn't say... I, all I said to my husband was, man, after my run, which was Saturday... After my run, I really was craving coffee and like nothing. Not even got the hint. No, nothing. So I'm like, okay. We should have a podcast on how to train our husbands to get hints because they don't get hints. Your dad and I've been married 40 years and I already know it will know. He doesn't get hints. Yeah. Okay. So then Sunday, I don't know what I said, but I was like, man, I sure wish I had a cup of coffee. And. We drive, we're driving to church, and then Tyler pulls into the coffee stand. Oh, wow! What are you doing? And he's like, Well, I'm buying you a cup of coffee. Do you know what would be the worst case scenario for you right now? 
if every coffee shop burnt down across the United States. Well, that States. would be bad for both of us. But <laughs> no, what would be bad for you is if you had a coffee shop right by your house. Yeah. That would be really bad for this goal. I know one goal. That Unless you... they didn't sell good coffee. Well, then, yeah. Well, because they're really picky about coffee. Even bad coffee? I'm really picky about my coffee. On a good day, is still good. But yeah, I, you know, it's after you have five kids. Megan, you will drink coffee in any, like, form or temperature or quality. Did you hear quality. that? She said, after I have five children. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't drink a cup of coffee. You're just assuming I'm going to have five children. Maybe you'll have six or seven. Maybe I will. Who knows? Your child you have now is so cute. You shouldn't stop. She is adorable. Yes. You know what, The One of your goals that you're, you're like, acing is you're training for the Missoula Marathon because you literally kicked my... What was that guy? That guy that you used to work out, Batissimo? You kicked my Batissimo. I can't believe what you're doing on your treadmill. I want to cry when you tell me your time with joy and disappointment in myself. Joy for you, Don't disappointment. Don't Everybody's at a different level. Which you're right. You know how you said about goals? My Bible reading really wasn't a goal because I said it was a habit and I said... I want to run faster, mm-hmm. which you are running so fast. I just don't ever know. I'm not really running that fast. It's <laughs> would all, you? You'll screen. I'll screenshot my time next time and send it to okay, you. Okay, but the thing about it is, everybody's at a different level. So, for me, I could be faster. For you, you could be faster. You know, one of our listeners actually made a comment this week about yeah, my a, goal. She sent you a text message, right? She did. Do you remember what it said? Well, why don't you just read it to us? No. Oh. So this is what it said. So you want to run faster this year. My number one excuse for people not to run with me, this is our listener, was you are too fast. Just saying, your excuse, Debbie, is gone. <laughs> so now you will have to either tell me your real reason or schedule a run with me. Oh. Hey, hey, bring it. I'm going to have to schedule a run with that girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you are. She's fast. Well, She's good. faster. That's good. She'll have to slow down to, <laughs> to let me or keep up. Or you'll have to keep up. I don't think I can, <laughs> but... You would slow down when we ran together. Yeah. You'd run backwards. How good is that, audience? She'd run backwards. No. So that, yes, you did. They're all thinking you would turn of me around. running backwards the whole time. Well, no. But you would turn around and talk to me because you were going so slow. I am quite a bit older than both you and our listener that wrote that in. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, I do need to get more focused definitely on my eating. And I Bible reading, let's see. I got behind, and then I got ahead, and then I got behind again. So, you know, one of the things that we talked but about... But I'm go- still going. We talked about goals. Mm-hmm. We talked about taking risks, which kind of connect. I think today, something that would be a good topic to kind of delve into would be in being intentional. Which because was your that's what, word for the year. It is, yeah. And yours is risk, mm-hmm. so we did risk, so I think it's only fair... That maybe we do a little bit of talking. So how about if our listeners go get a cup of coffee to join us and come back for a little discussion on how to live the intentional life. Hey, did we mention we love to hear from our audience? 
So don't forget to email us at the.women.uncensored at gmail.com and follow us on our Instagram at women.uncensored. Can't wait to hear from you. Welcome back to Women Uncensored. We're going to talk about intentional living. Yeah, I hope they got their cups of coffee yep. out there or something to um, the tea. Tea. And so, intentional living, what does that make you think of? I mean, is that a good feeling for you? Intentional yeah, living? Yeah, I think anybody who chooses to live intentionally, I think of that person as like organized and like. Yeah. Steady. Do you think steady person? Do you think people look at you as being intentional? No. You don't. I do. I don't know. I'm really intentional. I think think, they look at me as very spontaneous. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Spontaneity. That's something that actually was coming to my mind when I was thinking about intentional living. Is you don't give up being a risk taker and and spontaneity. You don't lose that. To me, but I think gives you what. I think people think you do when you when you say I'm going to live intentional right. they think you're going to give away the ability to be flexible and right I honestly I've said this over and over maybe you remember me saying that discipline is freedom mm-hmm. intentional living is freedom mm-hmm. if you it frees your brain we have so much brain crud that holds us back our voices in our head probably hold us back more and affect our lives oh, so physically true. and, um, you know, wearing us out, making us tired. We need to get rid of brain fog. And part of that is being intentional. I, I agree. Yeah. And so I think my definition for intentional living is being able to make choices in my life where I'm not living with regret. Ooh, I like that. And I think, okay, but... I think people could say, well, then how do you match that with risk? Well, you know what risks areas you can take if you have a, I don't know, a hanger. So you know what your intentional places in your life are. And I think going back to risk, I think there's those, those like crossroads in your life where you say, Am, is this something that I'm going to regret Doing or not doing. Right. And I think that's where it could be a positive risk. And you do have to take a step and say, I'm going to own this decision now. Right. This is what I'm going to move forward in now. And so I think um, the earliest time in my life, and I don't know if you can think of a time, but where I really learned the beauty and the value of living with being intentional was... And this is kind of neurotic as a little kid. My, I was baby the family, last born. My mom was 41 when I was born. Hey, I was baby of the family too for until, 10 years. Until we had our last baby, your sister, <laughs> they 10 were like, years later. Good job, Megan. You're baby of the family. And I'm like, yay, I'm baby of the family. And then they're like, surprise. Yeah, no, you're not. well, <laughs> you were always like, let's have a baby. Can I have a baby brother and sister? And then we'll have to tell the story sometime. But... When I asked you, when I, I was, love her. I'll take her. You, you have always loved her. I know. You have always loved Caitlin. I so have. anyway, <laughs> so anyway, she's easy to love. See, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, back to, I was worried my parents would die, and so I was always afraid I'd get off the school bus. They were farmers. They worked hard. I'd come home and they'd be just 
dead. That's morbid. <laughs> it is. I was a morbid little kid. I was emo before it was actually <laughs> cool. So I was like, Has um, it ever been cool? I don't know. Emo? Yeah. Yeah, you can make it cool. <laughs> you know I'm... Yeah, you, you can make emo cool. You can. But anyway, I decided every day I would make sure I told my parents I loved them. When I left, I would... As a little kid, without anybody telling me that, I was like going to make it... I was going to focus on making sure that I had time with my mom and dad and that they knew I loved them. And you know what? That paid off in a big way. Because when they, they actually, long story short, they lived much longer. They even saw my surprise baby and saw her until she was age four. And you know what, though? I had no regrets with my relationship with my parents because I made sure I had set aside that time and I had been with them. And it wasn't a weird way. Like my parents would definitely not control people where they were constantly invading my adult life or anything like that. But it was so a natural relationship. It was very natural. So that was my first time. What do you think? Where did living intentional pay off where you look back now and you go, wow, that paid off. Well, there's actually a couple areas. So... I have always been an active person, mm-hmm. child. I was in sports, all of that. And I was um, very intentional about, like, at, like, 10, getting up and working out. Yep. You were. Like, I remember, like, the Body by Jake videos. And, like... <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> yeah, Body by Jake. Hilarious. But, yeah. um, walk down memory lane with Body by Jake. You can go YouTube him still, right? Yeah, Did you, you do that? Him. Google him or yes. something? And we saw Body we by Jake. Yes, died laughing. It was great. Um, so, Body by Jake, and then we did the... Um, uh, what is that? Fight. Oh, um... Uh, Sean, no, Sean well, T is that was later. P90, but yeah. he was like, um, Billy Banks. Yeah. Billy, Billy Banks did Billy, the boxing. Yeah. It was boxing. So I did that. And then you, we moved to the Sean T, you know, later. Yeah. But we had you, buns, 17 buns of steel. Yeah. But I didn't do that. Oh, I thought you did. No. I think that was Denise Austin. I didn't was, do that one. put that out. I did 17 magazines workouts. Mm-hmm. So I was very intentional about working out. I remember wanting to um, play basketball and I'd go out and practice. I was intentional about my practice and then I wanted to run track so I'd started running Mm -hmm. our driveway. Yeah. (laughs) So that was being intentional. Um, And then I was very intentional with... Which it paid off because you're way faster than me. Maybe if I'd have been more intentional about running around the farm. The cows didn't move fast. I just got behind them and so they didn't encourage yeah. me to be fast. Yeah. Endurance. I got great endurance. There you go. Um, and then I think the other thing that I was very intentional about was I made certain um, boundaries in my life, mm. like alcohol. I Here's a fact, fun fact about me. I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life. Mm. And so that was a boundary that I set up from the time I was really young. Um, and like... I have I have friends that drink. I have been a DD for people. Yeah. Like, there's been a lot of people in my life that alcohol. I've been around alcohol, but it was just a boundary and an intentional decision mm-hmm. to, yeah. that I made not to allow that in my life. Yeah. And so, people honored that. Yeah. So I kind of made it a cool thing. Yeah. Looking back, obviously, 
you're being intentional about physical fitness segued right into, hello, you're a personal trainer. Yeah. I mean, there was probably a natural bent to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, the alcohol, I know your dad and I don't drink. And, yeah. And, and, and in high school, I didn't drink. I mean, I made that very plain. So You don't drink now either. No, well, I don't drink <laughs> at all. I never have drank either. Yeah. And, and that's unusual for right. people. But it's like... Yeah, I I think that that's an intentional thing. I think in our culture, when you make a decision like that, you have to be able to say why you're doing it, why, have a reason why. And say it with confidence, not like the, uh, 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 well, I just because I want to. Oh, yeah, because you know what? And the thing is, I think that's the deal with being intentional is you've got to make a decision about what your values are. So I would say prioritize what your values are. For you to be intentional, you have to decide what are the things in life that are most... When I get to my deathbed, which I'm sorry if I'm being morbid again, but we all are going to die. And so when I get to my deathbed, honestly, what will be the most important to me? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's going to be who I was as a person and what I did for like, you know, I have my list. My things that are most important for list? me is God first, God my first. relationship with God, my relationship with my um, personal family, what do you call that, your immediate family. And then, of course, my church family is important. And and health, my physical fitness and health. So those that is the grid that I hang my life on um, to be intentional. Do you think you base your decisions off of that grid yeah like on things that you're gonna do or things that you're not gonna do yeah but I have to have boundaries I'm bad at my boundaries bad that could be a whole nother podcast we probably should do a podcast on boundaries boundaries. because it's like I could begin to do too much say for my immediate family that even they didn't expect from me and I you know like to try to win them over or something because it can get warped my goal for my immediate family is that I serve them well, that I show them how to walk a, a life that is, you know, a, a good balanced life and that I have a relationship with them and that I can leave that legacy for them. So, I mean, on a day that I'm cranky, you know, I would intentionally make a choice to put aside, quote, quote, my feelings and do and act and respond in a right way. Yeah. Like if I notice my voice is harsh, I want a good relationship. Or if I feel like, oh, that's not a big deal. Why are they sharing that? To step back and go, wait a second. I need to feel and see from their viewpoint. So that's intentional. That's an intentional choice. Now, do I always hit it? But I could go too far. How many of us need to do that with our husbands? I would say, <laughs> honestly, right now, in my life, marriage-wise, I would say I need to be more intentional because your dad and I, after 40 years, our new thing is we're so comfortable with each other right? that we don't have to groom our relationship at the same level. And yet, you, then you get kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So I need to be intentional about not letting us just be stagnant old yeah. people or something together. <laughs> I mean, like, when you, you finish your sentences, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't talk. Right. Because then you lose. So you're right. Um, What do you think you need to be intentional in right now? What would be your list? Well, I think with a new baby, I think marriage is a huge thing. I need to be intentional about 
um, making sure my husband's needs are met um, emotionally, physically, and obviously spiritually together mm-hmm. as a couple. I think those are that's a huge one for me. Just because... I think that weighs heavy on all women's mind that have children, like are in the stage of babyhood, because you're so busy. Yeah, <laughs> and for some reason in my life, I like to make it even more complicated. <laughs> I don't know if that's fair. So, so you mean with a busy life? Yeah, with like, your job included. I make decisions. Yeah. To make my life even more complicated. So it's like... So learning to say no, is that what you're saying? Is you know, part one of, of being my clients, intentional? One of my clients... Yeah, back to the boundaries. We yeah. do need to do one on boundaries. Apparently. Yeah. Um, one of my clients said that their goal for the year was to learn to say no so that they could say yes. To the best. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I like that. There was a little saying, say yes to the best and no to the rest. Oh, that's cute too. But you know what? It's so like we have so many great things lined up, really seriously great opportunities. What is the right one? Where do we put our time? Well, and I think having a list like you of of your top five priorities and then running those decisions by yeah. your list, does it does it improve one of these areas? I'll tell you what, I think, I think that's intentional huge... living, probably the biggest enemy would be basing our life on our feelings. And okay, okay, ladies out there, feelings are high priority. That's what makes us nurturers. That's what makes us sensitive to other people. That's what, that's what makes you the person that says, all my friends tell me all their, all their hardships and sadnesses. I'm the listener. You can't be that person without feelings. But if we're feeling driven, we'll never. We have to override our feelings with the choices of intention mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Because my heart goes out to people who truly struggle with, like, depression mm-hmm. or, like, winter blues, you yeah. know? Like, they definitely have to get up every day and choose to live intentionally, yeah. you know? I don't struggle with that, so I'm not experiencing that firsthand, but I have seen people that do. Yeah. And and obviously they talk about their struggles. Counseling. I see people that have legitimate like chemical. true chemical depression. And then you have emotional depression, which is different, um, and should be treated differently. But you know, I'll tell you one thing. We all should be getting up and having one thing a day that we're grateful for. We should be intentional about that. You know, if you're a believer and you're following the Bible, the Bible talks about constantly having a heart of gratitude. And, um, but that, you know what, they've proven no matter what your belief system is, being grateful for the things that you're, you're grateful for in your life and speaking that, whether it be writing it in a journal or speaking it into your mirror or saying one thing behind the steering wheel when you're driving that you're grateful for every day is a game changer mentally. Mm-hmm. And it also tells you what I, you know what, if you're a little lost, it's saying, well, I don't know what I should be intentional about. You know what would be a great little um, experiment is for one week, write down what you're grateful for. And you know what, you're going to know what you need to put your intentional living towards. Oh, that's smart. That's a good. So, okay, guys, that's our goal for you this week. 
every day. Our goal for you. So if you don't have boundaries, <laughs> you should be doing this. If you have boundaries, you're like, I'm not going to do your goal for me. No. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's my trainer. How bad if we out. say it is like you've, you've listened to this podcast. So we're going to make your goals right now. <laughs> So maybe we could say our challenge. Maybe challenge might our be a challenge better. to you is that you do a week of gratitudes. Yeah. And then write your list of where you want to live an intentional life. Yeah, I like that. So um, you said husband. We kind of cut in. You didn't really finish on your where. Yeah. You- so being intentional with my husband is obviously my first priority, um, and then. Now that I'm back at work um, and the mom, I'm trying to mesh those two worlds. That's a challenge. So, yeah. So, I obviously want to be very intentional with the time that I have with my daughter. Not that I I went back part-time, so it's mm-hmm. not um, like it's I It's not like you're gone all the time. But right. I do hear you say, I want to be with my daughter right now at different times that you're... Right. And so being very intentional with the time that I do have and not get caught up with, oh, I have to do laundry, oh, I have to do dishes. And and I do have to do those things. Yeah. But, like, spending intentional time with You get with buried her. in that stuff. because And then another thing I think, honestly, either when you're working a job and raising your family, I think you have to be very intentional. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes if you're not working a job and you're able to be a stay-at-home mom... The next thing is you can, you, you know, a lot of people will look at that and say, oh, well, they can make good choices. They're with their kids every day. But I think we almost can use that and not kind of be lazy at being intentional. Just being by your kid is not being intentional. Well, and then the second or third, I guess, thing I need to be intentional about is my time on social media. And what I mean by that is, not just scrolling through it, but being intentional about like making my posts that I need to make, um, you know, checking in with the people that I need to check in with, yeah. um, you know, posting when I should be posting. Right, exactly. Um, that sort sort of thing. Um, so like posting my YouTube videos when I need to post them. Like you know, almost getting I mean. an intentional schedule. Right. And this is the deal with intention. I guess scheduling my, that that would be a better way to phrase it, scheduling my social media time so that it is intentional. Right. But if you are going to make an impact with your social media and that is a goal, then you have to begin to say, I will be putting this out every third week on Tuesday or I will be checking. I've made an intentional goal that I check my social media um, communication with people in the morning and I check it at night. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty accessible by text message, but it's almost like I've actually put some boundaries up because there's times I actually will put my phone away because I do need to be intentional. Your dad does not like me looking down at my phone when we are talking. And I don't blame him. I don't think that's good. I agree. I think that's a huge area that probably a lot of people need to be intentional about is not overusing their Okay, but then there's a question which should be a whole nother podcast because the younger generation really have grown up with this. And they are very, very forgiving and gracious about sitting one, looking at your phone, looking back, looking at your phone, looking back. And they, I really truly... Do they even look back? 
Well, I really truly <laughs> or believe... Or is it better just to text each other? I really don't think that they're offended. No, they aren't. So, I mean, is that healthy or unhealthy? I mean, because there's no... You cannot delete the need for eye contact. No. So I don't care what happens in our culture and society. We do when we're talking to people, if we're going to be... That's why in, they came up with FaceTime. Yeah, which most people <laughs> hate, right? So that you can see, see each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not going to cut it to just send a message or, yeah. yeah. You need more than that. So there's what they say 80% is, you know, you body language. Communication is, yeah, body language. Yeah. So being intentional, that's to probably everybody should put at the top of the list intentional about how they use these devices. Because that's really affecting us as people. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, do the gratitude thing. Um, do, what I find with being intentional is it gives me pegs that I hang my life on. So it's, you know, we're talking about what are the priorities in my life that we're going to focus on. You're talking about what are your priorities in your life that you're going to focus on. Actually, that gives you freedom. Because it does give you guidelines on what you say no to. And there's seasons. Like right now, I'm going every week up the mountain and taking a group of kids. My intention for that is that those kids bond Mm -hmm. and form a great relationship and that we bond with them. Does it take time away from some of my other important things that I'm intentional about? You bet it does. It does. But it's a season. So it's okay for a season because it has a reason why I'm doing that, but and it takes a tremendous times amount of time. Do we get buried in the idea that this is going to last forever? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we get freaked out that like, if we do make the best of it, then we're settling I with, think, with something that we may not like. Right. You know, and it doesn't have to be, you can be intentional and not settle. Life is so fluid. You know, my parents aren't alive now. So yeah. to spend time with them is not, that's not on my list. I i took care of aged parents when I was younger. Actually, you were like second grader yeah. with the last of our parents. So my time with taking care of all four of our parents is over. So that part of my life being intentional, like we had grandma here when she had cancer and yeah. it was terminal cancer. You know what? That was hard Mm-hmm. You and your brother actually did not thrive that year in school because, but our the goal was that we would bring grandma into our lives. You guys did not really get to know her. That was the only way you really got to know her. Right. And that we wanted to be there for her in this final stage. We wanted her to have that support. And that superseded actually even some time with you guys. Now, I should have got more help. So that I didn't have such a deficit of time with you and your brother during that year. Yeah. But it was a good choice. And it wasn't forever. But it was it, a good choice because Anthony and I got to know grandma better. Yeah. You know? You so, also learned compassion. Yeah. A lot about life through that whole yep. situation. So it was a great learning tool. But it kind of superseded my immediate family. She was immediate family. But it superseded that time with my kids. Mm-hmm. I could have got more help. That's maybe another thing when we are making choices that are important in seasons of our life. Like it's important that you prioritize Tyler and your daughter, right. Blakely. 
But does that mean you may need to ask for help in other areas yes. to be able to keep <laughs> that intentional? Yeah. So, you know, pride comes into, you know, not being able to stay intentional. If we're not willing to get help in the things that are not as important, we may not be able to do that step in our lives of making an intentional choice and staying on point. I think we need accountability, though. So that brings us to wrapping this up. So we want to challenge our listeners today to make those five days of gratitude, kind of get an idea yeah, of what where their real values are. If they already know what their top values are, write them down. And then every day that you get up, you're just looking at those. And hey, you know what? Send us some of the areas that you want to be intentional in 2020. And they can do that on... Okay, they can contact us on our Instagram, which is at the bottom. It's linked at the bottom of our of our podcast. You can email um, us. You can find us on Twitter. Um, and then Tyler and I have a YouTube. Yeah. So they you can, can even find and, us on there as well. And we have Instagram. We have our Instagram account too for Women Uncensored. So go visit us on one of those sites. Give us a shout out on where you're intentional in your life. Awesome. So join us next week for Women Uncensored. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Bye.